This podcast was produced by Steve Gehrig. Please direct your comments to my email address. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com. Bird-legs at hotmail.com. What with all the false and fake news going around on the media, that is broadcast, print, online, and social, the title of a song popular in the 1930s adequately describes the situation. What you read or see in the media ain't necessarily so. Let's look at a popular belief in the print, TV, online, and social media that there is no life after death, leading to the conclusion that there is no God and no judgment. Thus, it doesn't matter how we live. At death, we just lose consciousness forever. Many media claim this because science experts used by these media say so. Not all scientists believe it, but their voices are not sought by many media. Are they right just because they are accredited physicists and chemists? It ain't necessarily so. For the most part, science has been spot on in describing reality. We enjoy our iPhones. We enjoy all the other good things that they've given us including driving in amazing vehicles, flying at the speed of sound, and advances in medical science that have saved many lives. But science has been wrong. Madame Curie discovered radium in 1911. It's found in very small quantities in uranium ore. It's a whitish metal, but it has an amazing property. It shines in the dark. So after its discovery, it was used to paint clock and watch faces. Many young girls were hired to paint the dials of clocks and watch uh, faces with radium paint. Scores of them developed cancer because radium is dangerously radioactive. Scientists could not measure radioactivity at this time, and so they thought there was no danger in using radium paint. Because they couldn't detect, measure, or quantify radioactivity, they thought it didn't exist. Now, uh, in the 19th century, doctors did not wash their hands. They routinely went from performing autopsies on cadavers to delivering babies. As a result, there were many deaths caused by the spread of bacteria from these doctors' unwashed hands. A certain Dr. Semmelweis instituted hand-washing and lowered his mortality rate considerably. But he was castigated by the medical authorities of that time who said hand-washing was nonsense. These scientists could not physically see harmful bacteria on their hands. That is, they could not detect, measure, or quantify any danger, so they concluded that it didn't exist. Media scientists say no one can detect, measure, or quantify that an afterlife exists. Therefore, they say there is no afterlife. There's no measurable data. Media scientists say because at death's body, the body's electrical energy dissipates into the air randomly and the chemicals in the body degrade randomly into chaos, there's nothing to measure. So there cannot be an afterlife. But is man's consciousness and life force merely a matter of electrical charges and chemical reactions? 
Perhaps there's something more that scientists and all their instruments cannot detect, measure, or quantify. As in the case with the radium paint, scientists could not detect dangerous radioactivity. So some of them said it did not exist. Yet it was there, and it killed many people. Those 19th century surgeons could not see anything harmful on their hands, so they said there was no need to wash their hands. Yet the unseen, undetected, harmful bacteria were there and killed many people. There have been reports of ostriches sticking their heads in holes when they're being attacked by a predator. They apparently thought that if they if they put their head in the sand, then the predator couldn't see them. They thought, well, these predators just don't exist because I can't see them. However, there was danger, and it cost many of them their lives. Documentary anecdotal evidence abounds that says mankind is more than an, an electrochemical combination that ceases to function at death. These writings say that there is a life after death. Man has a life force that remains his own. Sometimes they call that a soul. Writings of many world religions, for example, Judaism and Christianity, claim this. Non-religious paranormal anecdotes abound, for example, stories of ghosts and poltergeists and others. These claims were made since the dawn of history. They predate mankind's invention of the scientific method. Some media discount all these historical claims about life after death as merely superstition. They say there's no reason to give credence to anything existing after the heart has stopped and the brain ceases to function. Scientists' instruments do not detect, they cannot measure or quantify any soul or life force as it leaves the corpse, so they rule that it doesn't exist. But you know, it ain't necessarily so. Science deals in measurable data to logically describe reality. Where they can't find any data to measure, they should not draw any conclusions. Despite the fact that from the earliest of times, many people have claimed that man is more than just a combination of chemicals and electrical charges, many media sources claim that if you can't detect, measure, or quantify it, it just doesn't exist. Perhaps like radioactivity in the 20th century and harmful bacteria in the 19th, where science did not have the means to detect, measure, and quantify these dangerous phenomena, science has yet to scientifically detect, measure, and quantify man's life force or soul. For certain media to propagate the idea that there's definitely no afterlife is unscientific. These people have drawn conclusions from insufficient data and therefore contradict the scientific method with their pronouncements. Many media scientists have been wrong in their pronouncements because they claimed something doesn't exist exists simply because they cannot detect, measure, or quantify it. They're, they say there's no afterlife. It ain't necessarily so. Why then do these media continue to propagate the idea that there is no afterlife? Well, some media say there's no afterlife with the intention to deceive people. Well, for commercial reasons, to make money. Many media and especially their adverts, emphasize you only go around once in life, so buy lots of our product. Drugs for the most enjoyment. Wine for the most enjoyment. Women in song. 
Many burn the candle at both ends. Belief in no afterlife impels people to be greedy, to have a fear of missing out, to have it all before they check out, thus buy, buy, and buy. After scientists found that smoking was extremely dangerous, media continued to mislead people for years in order to continue profitable sales. It wasn't until the 21st century that smoking was banned in public places. Another reason the media propagates this theory of there being no afterlife? Political reasons, to keep citizens in line. Belief in no afterlife makes people more controllable, especially when threatened by totalitarian governments who have armies and weapons that threaten people with death. It's to the advantage of governments to foster media propaganda that make men and women believe there's no afterlife. Some governments want people to fear death. It makes their subjects more controllable. And then there's the old ego reason. People in power who control media love to be right. They think their ideas are always right, even if there's no evidence to back them up. It's a sad part of human nature that people will believe what some media sources say just because they say it, without even inspecting the evidence. Many media sources say it isn't at all important if there's an afterlife, so don't even look into the question. They say it's enough just to accept that when we die, we're like the dead dog rover, dead all over. Now that is not necessarily so. It is important to look at all the evidence for an afterlife and a judgment, extremely so, because there's one thing that the media don't have to tell us all. We're all going to die. No matter what certain media sources say, nobody knows that there is no afterlife. It's an open question. Just take it for granted that certain media sources are correct is not wise. Giving no thought to the matter means you make a 50-50 bet about your fate. The stake in this bet is not money, but your life. You play a form of Russian roulette, where you put one live round in a, in a six-cylinder revolver. You roll the cylinder and fire it into your temple. If the hammer falls on an empty chamber, okay. But if there's a live round in that chamber, your brain is destroyed and you die. You have five out of six chances to survive. That's an 83% chance of survival. Still, would you want to try this? But those not bothering to inspect evidence about an afterlife, but believe the media about what happens after death, play a Russian roulette with three live rounds in a six-shooter. They only have a 50% chance of life. What wise better would play those odds with his or her life? Those who have not inspected the evidence or merely don't care at death will be playing an extreme form of Russian lit with only a 50-50 chance of survival. The hammer of a six-shot pistol will fall. Will you live or will you die? Don't let the media lead you about by their nose. They say there's no afterlife and no judgment to come, but it ain't necessarily so. Do you really want to play Russian roulette with your life? Think for yourself. Inspect the evidence. Subsequent podcasts will highlight that what you see and hear from certain media just ain't necessarily so. Please email any comments to bird-legs at hotmail.com. That is bird-legs at hotmail.com.